Welcome. Welcome to This Week in MTG with your host, Matt Olson. Welcome to This Week in MTG, your aggregate news source for all things Magic the Gathering. Here are all your hosts. We have Danny Oakstead. Hey. To my metaphorical right side is the janky boggle, JB. What's up? Well, technically, he does live right to the right side of me, just a few miles away, if you think about it. True story. Ain't wrong. But that would be Matt's left. No, the Matt's way, facing the, way the same he's direction facing. I am. Nope. It would do Matt's right. Face the same direction. Have you forgotten which direction he faces? Yeah, he faces south. No, he does not. He faces west. I do. You face south. You do. I face north. He does. Oh, Get your true. mental compass true. Yeah. back on order. I am your host, Matt Olson. This is episode number 37. Sure is. As always, we bring you guys the news. So how this episode is going to be broken down is we're going to talk about the past weekend events. We're going to be talking about some upcoming events, the BNR, because there is a BNR. Uh, oh, man. Nice spicy one, too. Going to jump into the news. And then after that, we're going to talk about weekly finances from NTG stocks. And then, as always, we close off with deck of the week. That we do. The big event that happened this last weekend was Red Bull Untapped. This event was a standard event, and holy man, the top eight decks were crazy. But all in all, it was taken away by GoBetty and Rico uh, running Azorius Yorion deck, which was really well positioned in the format because this deck had 10 counter spells in it. 10! Dang blue players. Yeah, good luck having any Luca Agent of Treachery get landed with with that many counter spells on the field. Good luck playing Magic, period. Right. Yeah, with a, with a Teferi time traveler. It's like, uh. revealer. It's like, oh, great, I have a card out there. Oh, hey, it's now gone. Some of the other decks that were in this top eight, we had a team of Reclamation. This one's really spicy. We had a Gruul Umori deck. Umori is the uh, companion creature that, to make him your companion, each non-land card in your starting deck shares a card type. So just straight up Gruul creatures. And it looks so good. Then we had a Mono Red Obash deck. Jund Sacrifice, the classic. Then we had Yorion Luka and another team of Reclamation. And then one more Yorion Luka deck. Pretty good variety. So congrats to uh, Enrico Gobetti. Now let's move and talk about the biggest news of the week that people are definitely clamoring about online. On all formats the, of social the media. The upcoming events? No. The banned <laughs> restricted announcements. The BNRs. Yep, yep. Take us away, Danny. Got a couple cards here. Banned. In different formats. That are not standard, modern, pioneer, or commander. We have Draneth, Magistrate, and Winota, Joiner of the Forces, banned in Brawl. Following up, we have Luris of the Dream Den and Zerda, the Dawn Waker, banned in Legacy. And lastly, we have Luris of the Dream Den, banned in Vintage. These bans will take an effect. Tabletop effective. It's effective May 18th on Tabletop. May 18th on Magic Online. And it will be effective May 21st on MTG Arena. So Matt, did you want to go into detail as to why each card was banned in each of the formats? Uh, we'll just cover them here a little bit. Uh, starting off in Vintage. With Lyrus of the Dream Den, what makes this one super special is that it's it's a card that is banned that doesn't have a weird mechanic with it. The only three bands in Vintage are Shaharzad, Chaos War, 
or Chaos Orb and Falling Star. And then uh, you got the conspiracy cards that are also banned and those weird like off ones like that. But everything else is restricted. With Luris, they can't restrict it because it's it's a one of in your sideboard. Uh, what Wizards said in their article is, quote, the deck building costs imposed by Luris is less restrictive relative to the payoff of having Luris as a companion. As a result, the win rates of several archetypes using Luris have surpassed 55% in Magic Online League play and collectively decks using Luris are representing too large a proportion of the metagame with no indication of a shift away from this trend. This is a big thing that Wizards does is when a format really starts to get homogenized or the win percentage of a certain deck goes above 50%, that's when they start to bring their eye over, you know, what is causing that. So vintage players rejoice, you know, you're never going to have those, you know, lion's eye, diamond, just infinite or continuous three mana always coming back with lion's eye diamond. Uh, Kind of the same thing in Legacy with Luris. Uh, being a large portion of the metagame and win rates of 55% and greater, Lewis is banned. This one, though, caught a lot of people, or me for sure, off guard. In Legacy, uh, Zerda, the Dawn Waker, is banned preemptively uh, to prevent the whole grim monolith combo of infinite mana, infinite colorless mana. They are saying, quote, while not yet widely played, Magic Online metagame data indicates that these decks would become problematic in both win rate and metagame share. Therefore, we're taking the additional step by banning Zerta the Dawn Waker in Legacy. So that card is a banned. Another preemptive ban. I don't know if that's a reassuring Wizards is doing that, but something that they did. <laughs> Uh, moving into Brawl then with Dranith Magistrates. The fact that this really is easy to shut down a whole deck by just running this one card if you drop it out. Uh, Dranith Magistrate is one of the new cards from Akoria. It's white one, human wizard, one and three. Your opponents can cast spells from anywhere other than their hands. So in Brawl, you, no one would be able to cast their commander. So yeah, with Dranith Magistrate, that takes away a bit of the interactiveness you know the whole point of brawl of having your commander and again wizards is really about having fun interactive gameplay and Dranith magistrate definitely shuts that down uh winota joiner forces is an interesting one uh they're saying that they're seeing leading increased play rates of winona and reduced diversity of play experiences for the brawl players uh generally more tolerant win rates outliers in brawl than other formats with a more competitive spirit behind them we're choosing to make a change here in order to open up more viable choices for self-expression in the brawl meta that's why winota is canned another big thing about this whole banned and restricted announcements is afterwards they're talking to they they gave a little summary on other formats saying that they're keeping an eye on standard pioneer and modern but before determining whether any changes are necessary and what the right choices would be, quote, we need to see the metagame come closer to an equilibrium state. Currently, these formats are shifting too quickly for data to indicate what, if any card or archetype, poses a problem. And, uh, when they were also talking about standard modern pioneer, they're aware of companion being a big thing of outcry from everybody. And they say, quote, if we see signs of long-term health issues resulting from high metagame share of companion decks, we're willing to take steps up to or including changing how the companion mechanic works. For now, metagames need to need more time to evolve before we can determine whether changes are necessary. So, yeah, there it is. Their Wizards is totally in... They're perfectly fine with having a potential chance with the potential uh changing of changing the companion mechanic like how it's ruled we're not sure how we're not sure when they're keeping an eye to it i was gonna say like how do you change the mechanic just erase the companion part completely i'd be okay with that just run the cards as normal cards and just forget that the companion part ever happened like the companion constraints well, that's a whole other topic. Like, there's a bunch of people that offered ideas to make or improve uh, the companion mechanic because on the card itself, 
there is no no actual rules text of how companion works aside from each card having its companion restriction of saying what you know what the deck restriction needs to be to have it as your companion it doesn't say how companion mechanic works that's in the comprehensive rules and because of that the comprehensive rules have a better chance of getting changed than errating millions of cards that are in people's hands and one of the things with that is you know people online i'm Anybody listening to this, they've easily already heard the whole, if you choose to have your companion in your hand, like, you take away one card. So if you draw seven, you want your companion in your hand, you mull, you mull down to six. That way you can have your companion. So it's like, it's like card disadvantage equal and stuff. Like Weird. Right. Well, I mean, I could see that because a lot of people are out crying for companion because it's an extra card that can't be interacted with like with thought seize or anything like that so i could see them moving it to where my it could be you know it could be affected by hand disruption and from there we move into the news and as always we started off the news with blogatog of the week all right so our blogatog this time comes from that water skier he asked i saw this in the latest bnr announcement if we see signs of a long-term health issue resulting from high metagame share of companion decks, we're willing to take steps up to or including changing how the companion mechanic works. I want to voice that I would be extremely displeased with Watsi changing how a mechanic works. It feels like functional errata. Companion has been quite fun in my cube as is. A rules change could shift power level too much for their inclusion to be valid. And Mark replies, Companion is having ripples throughout almost all the constructed formats in a way no singular mechanic ever has. It might call for special action. Hence the thing at the end of the BNR announcement where they're like, we may consider changing the mechanic of Companion. So it's good to know that, you know, Wizards is on the same page on this. Closing off the blogatog of the week, we now jump into the news quickies. First off on the news quickies, we got the Secret Lairs Ultimate Edition release has been pushed back to June 12th due to manufacturing delays. Are they going to offer a discount? Nothing's said about that. They should, that overpriced freaking box. Next up, F&M at Home this week is Historic Artisan. So you have your Historic uncommon and common cards so this friday the 22nd make your artisan historic decks and start kicking butt another news quickie is uh watsi released a survey on their website where you ask a bunch of questions danny you filled it out Mm -hmm. give us a little tldr on the whole uh survey uh so basically the survey was a questionnaire personal opinion of how Wizard of the Coast dealt with COVID-19 um, and how you as a Magic player, collector, um, how you've bought cards or played different formats over this last, what, 12 weeks? Nah, uh, a little under, or eight weeks, eight and a half weeks, nine, whatever, since quarantine happened. Um, but how how you played your favorite formats, what your for- favorite formats were, um, once your local LGS has opened up, if that's going to change how you play, um, how soon you can go there and play with others, right? what formats you can play, how are you going to play, you're just playing casual, uh, Friday Night Magics. Um, I know our LGS has different leagues going on. Um, so you have know, one night you have Modern, next night you have Pioneer. Um, one night you have Commander, and you still have your standard Friday Night Magics. Um, but yeah, that's basically how that survey went. And and then it asked a couple questions if you've bought the new Ikoria, how you bought it how much you've spent on it or just cards in general over the quarantine time. This next bit of news was just a little fun thing I wanted to toss in here. According to a poll, uh, Magic Madness that Star City Games uh, created, 
where it's just kind of like a bracket of the best commanders of 2020. The winner of the Magic Madness for best commander in 2020 so far is Atraxa Praetor's voice. So, congratulations, Atraxa. Dirty angel. Next, let's talk about some ways to play Magic. Some events, upcoming events. This one is super, super, super cool in my opinion. And I'm excited to participate in this. On Weekly MTG, Gavin Verhey announced a big event that is coming, a big festival, and that's Command Fest Online. This whole event is super cool. You're going to be playing online June 6th. It's a Channel Fireball event. There, It's 100% free to play. Uh, bringing Command Fest to you, it says. Quote, Command Fest Online is a charity event that we are running with CFB events on June 6th. It'll give you a chance to play Commander from the comfort of your home with players from around the world, all in aid of the Red Cross. The event will be free with a suggested donation that you can find more information from here. It'll be running all day June 6th with casual games, silly rules, donation drives, and a stream over on Twitch with the, with special guests of Jimmy w- Jimmy Wong, Josh Lee Kwai, Gavin Verhe, Olivia Gabbard-Hicks, Loading Ready Rum tri- Team, Pleasant Kenobi, Eric Levine, Riley Knight, and more. Games will be played in partnership with SpellTable.com, and we're excited for everyone to come together for a good cause and to celebrate the awesome format that is Commander. Be sure to follow Channel Fireball for more updates as the event draws near. And then they also talk about buying the Command Fest in the box, which is a thing that Channel Fireball is still doing. Uh, I should get a box. Well worth it. I picked one up. It is very good. But let's talk about SpellTable.com because mm-hmm. this is a great website where you can uh, where video streams for games. Uh, this all has to be done on the uh, Chrome extension, by the way. Uh, can't be using uh, Firefox or Internet Explorer, as Danny and I found yep. out. But SpellTable.com is kind of like a Zoom meeting thing. Uh, a Zoom meeting platform or Google Hangouts, but it has uh, integrations of Commander of where you can change your life total, say what your Commander is mm-hmm. next to your name. It shows where you can get infect damage as well. Yep. It can show whose turn it is by... Also shows Commander damage. Also shows Commander damage. But yeah, it also passes pr- uh, passes turn, so you can see whose turn it is without the whole asking, oh, whose turn it is. It's like, oh, well, I passed it to you. It is super nice, super intricated. And one of the coolest things about this website Mm -hmm. is... It allows you to flip your camera view for... So, like me, I have my camera pointed at my desk. Like, I would be taking a picture, but it's upside down. So, with my camera feed being upside down, it's kind of annoying, for one. For everyone else, like, oh, hey, your camera's upside down. Well, this now lets you choose, oh, flip my camera view. So it rotates your camera. Yes, that is super big. Yes. But I was kind of talking about the ability to click on a card and it shows you the card. That too. <laughs> Way to bury the lead on that one. But you know what? This <laughs> camera view is better, I think. That that too, yeah. Being able to ch- change around and stuff Cause, is nice. Because Zoom doesn't allow it. Hangouts don't allow it. Skype doesn't allow it. Do they not? I don't believe so. Oh, okay. So those are all, like all the big ones, they don't allow it to flip around. At least not that I know of. Correct me if I'm wrong. Send Matt an email that he might check. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, what Matt was talking about. Um, so if you don't roll a card, someone plays a card, instead of holding that card up to your to your webcam that gets all blurry because it doesn't want to focus, just put it on the table. You, as an opponent, or you as the person can click on that. We'll give your computer about five five seconds to collect its data, and it will pull up that card on the right side of your screen and tell you exactly what it is. It may read it wrong, but if you click on the card a few times, it will get it right. Every every time I've clicked on the card, it's, it's always been right, and I clicked on easily like 50, 50 cards since I tested it. Hey, I clicked on a few cards, it wasn't even close to it, but it got there eventually. 
mind you, this is a free platform. Right. All you it do is, is it you is made by three guys in their spare time, or I guess just out of the love of the game and just want to make something better for those who are stuck in quarantine and away from their friends and missing cardboard play. If you feel like uh, wanting to support Spelltable.com, they don't. Uh, they have a Patreon, mm-hmm. but they also have a store with some pretty cool, pretty cool designs for you know shirts, pants, mugs, accessories, clothing. Their symbol is like uh, orange and purple kind of color scheme, and it has a D twenty as their symbol, so it looks really cool on clothes. Yep, it almost looks like the triad from Zelda, but with three lines coming off it. You could totally see the Triforce in that. Yep. But yeah, Command Fest Online, mark your calendars, June 6th. I know I'm participating in this. JB? Maybe. We'll see. Danny? Possibly. All depends on when my daughter's here. So in 17 days. Yep. That is correct, sir. Actually, it's it's more than 17. It's 18 That's 19. 19? Well, this comes out. 18 from the when this comes out but yeah 19 from today today as in monday (coughs) but keeping along the lines of how to play magic more today magic arena announced that they are now doing its first ever cash prize tournament it is called the arena open this is really cool in my opinion and i'm excited to tell you about it so on may 30th Arena is hosting the first ever cash tournament. Uh, you got to be 18 years or older, and the cash bonus that you can win from this whole tournament is $2,000. Good old 2K hard cash. Right. So, Imagine the magic cards you could buy. Get all the cards. Like a few mox diamonds. You only need one. Why not run four? So it's a two-day event. Day one is going to be a best-of-one format where you have to win uh, seven games to move into the day two, uh, day two event. You can enter as many times as you want in the day one, but each entry is about $25. It is 4,000 gems or it's 20,000 gold. Yep. So that equates to about $25 cash if you go online and buy the gems. So it's about the cost of a Magic uh, Magic Fest online that uh, CFB was hosting. But with the chance to get a $2,000 prize, it's really good. Yeah. And from there, it's a 20, uh, day one goes from 8 a.m. May 30th to 7 a.m. May 31st. That's my birthday. What an old man. Not as old as GB. <laughs> nope, I'm an old fart. So yeah, seven wins, three losses. When you enter, you get five Godzilla lands. The Godzilla, like you get the actual lands of the Secret Lair Godzilla for in-game on Arena. Not like in paper kind of a thing. Just, just not, I get, not get confused. Come on, Matt. So on day one, you don't get rewards until you win three games. When you win three games, you get 400 gems. On your fourth win, you get 800 gems. On your fifth win, you get 1,200. Sixth win, you get 1,600. Seven wins, you get 2,000 gems and a day two token, which will allow you to participate in day two, which is a standard best of three. And so the length of that event goes from seven wins or two losses. And those who get seven wins get the $2,000 cash. So how this uh, the win-based rewards go after your first win, if you get no wins, you get nothing. Your first win, you get 2,000 gems. Two wins, you get 4,000 gems. Three wins, you get 6,000 gems. Four wins, you get 10,000 gems. Five wins, you get 20,000 gems. Six wins, you get $1,000. And seven wins, you get $2,000. This is Magic's big one of, this could potentially be one of Magic's biggest prize payouts that they do. In the example that they gave, uh, if 100 players won all of their matches on day two, the tournament will dole out at least $200,000 in cash prizes. So it's not like you compete for the 2000s. It's like in day two, you play, you get your seven wins, mm-hmm. you get $2,000. Yep. 
it's kind of a big jump from four wins or uh, five wins to six wins. Like you go from just over a hundred dollars worth of gems to a thousand dollars. I think this is a pretty good prize support. Oh yeah, for sure. But that's a big jump. Worth it. Oh yeah, for sure. Who's who's running in this? Again, I might, but again, I might not. Though I I know I'm totally am. I'll probably. Oh man, yeah, I'll probably enter in twice because I know I'm gonna lose both times. But the fact that I'm gonna try, I'm excited. I'm entering that. I'm gonna go for the two thousand dollars mainly because I don't play standard. No better time. No, there there is no time that's good to play standard. Nope. Nobody standard plays standard. Is standard's terrible. Standard is amazing right now. Danny, standard's terrible. Danny, you would totally love the mono red Obosh deck. That is right up your alley of aggro burn. And JB, they have the mutate boggle style deck going on. Paradise Druid is still kicking butt. No. I know I've been running an Abzan mutate deck. Boom. See? There you go. <clears throat> so market calendars. Get ready for this because this is a huge event, and it's match. It's 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 Wizards' way to try and get more people to get into uh, competitive play a little better than just going in through ranked, giving a big prize pool. This is going to certainly be attracting a lot of people. How soon before their uh, servers crash? I don't know, man. I think Wizards might be able to do this because they're able to do a bunch of other online tournaments and stuff pretty easily. Like the amount of people that play Arena. Traffic those those two days are definitely going to be higher. There's no there's no doubt about that. But I can't foresee any like real real issue maybe with that. There's, no, maybe there's going to be a whole separate page to like enter in. There's not going to be any like Discord or MTG melee kind of like setup mm-hmm. with that. It's like if you you know the tab where it's like click to click to draft it brings you to that page. You make your payment, then you go in, and every game when you play there it. It counts towards your arena open. Hmm. Okay. But from there, we have some more amazing news from Wizards. They announced the Love Your LGS promotion. With some sweet cards. Wizards in their daily MTG article says that, quote, around the world as different regions begin to take steps towards opening up stores, we'll be rolling out a program to reward players for shopping with local game stores when they can safely do so. Uh, Before we get into the promotion, we want to stress that stores should only open with their local authority when their local authorities deem it is safe for them to do so. But when they do and can open, we want them to have a little something waiting for you. So this is the promotion. As stores that are able to sell products, which include pickup services, curbside and all that other stuff, on or after the weekend of June 5th. Uh, We're not setting an end date to... uh, Wizards is not setting an end date to that right now, as different regions will have different opening requirements, but back into it. uh, The stores will be receiving promos and art prints for their players to go along with previously announced mystery boosters, which... All the stores are getting for free. Participating stores will be able to hand out some pretty cool items like these items. So first off, we have a Mecha new- Godzilla. <laughs> Boom. It is a new Godzilla art card. Uh the 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 card is actually Hangerback Walker. But it has the Godzilla art. And this is such a badass art. Yep, yep. Looks like uh Power Rangers. The dragon's over. Oh, God. It does. Very much so. It looks like the dragon's it, sword. Go, it does go a little Rangers. bit. Or, or Transformers. But it's more like... That's like a little bit of both. Like Gundam. Ooh, there you go. That's a classic. Classic. One of the other promos is Reliquary Tower, Commander Staple. Foil. Yeah. New art. Mm-hmm. It's a sandcastle. Yay! So to get these, oh, and then there's also a art printing of like the Ikoria promotional art. Like you get a printing of that. Vivian. Yep, a Vivian fighting a Helion. Yep, yep, from the trailer. Uh, you got to make 
make any purchase or buy any event, including store run online events, and you can receive the reliquary tower. Limit one per customer while supplies last. So make sure you jump in on this really quick. I imagine I imagine that all the stores are going to be getting a hefty amount of these promo cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the uh, wizard says, quote, if you really want to show your love to your local game store, purchase a box of any product, including Ikoria, Mystery Boosters, Theros, and you'll receive possibly the coolest buy a box promo we have ever done while supplies last, a hangerback walker with the Mechagodzilla treatment. These are not limited to one per customer. So if you buy two boxes, you can get two Mechagodzillas. Or if you buy four boxes, you can get yourself a playset of Mechagodzillas. And then finally, the art print. Uh, when stores, when people are able to safely gather at stores, and we know some may not come to that for a while, anyone who participates in Love Your Local Game Store event is eligible to receive an art print from the store while supplies last. Check your stores for more information on and if when these events might take place. So this is a super cool event, a uh, super cool promotion in general that they're doing this. Oh, well, for sure. So now, just check with your local LGS and keep an ear to the ground when in, when they're going to be participating in this. Again, it's not till after June 5th when you start making those purchases will you get those promo cards. But that closes off our news section because that went pretty long. So... We'll do our best to fly through the finance section here. You know darn right that's not going to happen. Let's quit, see if, quit lying to the listeners. Let's see if we can make it happen. Cha-ching! As always, our weekly finance section is brought to you by MTG Stocks, an amazing online resource to check all your magic finance prices. Gives you nice little graphs and charts and all-time highs of cards all-time lows of cards and every week they come out with a article called weekly winners where they cover three to five cards that have seen significant price increases and then they also have the cheap pickups for the week where they have three to five cards that have seen downticks and something for you to be ready to start buying because they're going down in price this week's number one winner is jessica warrior adept which has seen a 550% increase, sitting at about $6.50. Jessica is a Red Red 231 Barbarian creature. It's a legendary. Has Burst Strike and Haste and has Tap. Jessica Warrior Adept deals one damage to target creature or player. I think I should put this in my Torbrand deck. Yeah, it's a solid pinger. <clears throat> Now just, yeah, but it, now just is it, it modern visuals. legal, though? No. Well, then it can't go in your Torbrand deck. Mama, why? I didn't think that was new enough for modern yet. Nope, but Danny could, to- Danny could totally jump into the Legacy and Vintage now. No. There you go. You can make the Legacy jump. <laughs> Do it. Nope. So one of the big reasons why this has been jumping up in price is thanks to Commander 2020. There's a card called Calcine the Plague, which is a black-white-red 2-2 legendary human assassin with vigilance and haste. It gets a plus one for each experience counter you have, and it has tap. Calcine deals one damage to target creature you don't control. When that creature dies this turn, you get an experience counter. So the whole the whole thing is that there's a pinger commander deck, and Jessica is a very good pinger. Next on the weekly winners, we have Vexing Shusher, which has seen an almost 200% increase, sitting at $39. It is a hybrid, hybrid gruel, goblin shaman, 2 2, that reads Vexing Shusher can't be countered and has an activated ability of hybrid gruel. Target spell can't be countered by spells or abilities. Hmm. Uh, this card is saying that it's just uh, when cards like these that have a unique ability start spiking up in price it's because it has a unique ability and the fact that EDH really loves this card and finally on the weekly winners Danny you can take this one we have the one the only Mox Diamond. 
It's currently sitting at 346.41 as a 15.47% increase. It's just a good card. Um, Old one. Um, RTFC, sir. What? What? Read the fucking card. No. Mox Simon. The man cost of zero. Artifact. When Mox Diamond comes into play, choose and discard a land card or sacrifice Mox Diamond. Tap, add one mana of any color to your mana pool. Play this ability as a mana source. This is the one and only Mox that's available in Commander. Or from the original Moxes. Correct? Correct? Uh, well, I mean, you still got Chrome Mox. Well, I'm, but- I mean... Mox Diamond, I think, is the only Mox in, like, uh, old border style that is allowed because all the original Moxes, they're not. Yeah, the... Not Power 9, but... Yeah, those Power 9 Moxes. Yeah. Not legal in Commander. Yeah. But this, uh, the statement that they give you, it's like, wow, Mox Diamond is, keeps going up. Uh, this week, the card broke its record high, and playset of these are now at the whopping $1,385. It's just a little more than a single U.S. stimulus check. That's funny. Uh, when looking at Magic from a financial perspective, Mox Diamond is probably one of the safest investments you can make. This card is on reserve list, sees com- competitive play, plays, sees play in EDH, and has great old school flavor. Oh, and also, it's a mox. And that counts for a lot. Indeed it does. Yeah, these old old cards are definitely a safe bet to be putting your money into if you want to be accruing more value over time. Park it in those. Which I just did two weeks ago. One of our local LGSs had a From the Vault Relics for sale. And that had the Mox Diamond in it. Give him a shout out. Don't you say an LGS. Sorry. Paradox, our local LGS in Fargo. Or one of the Paradox, or one of the LGSs in Fargo. There's, what, three? Yes. We have Little Big Wars, Paradox, and Big Nicks. Yes, to my knowledge. That's the only three. Yep. Nothing more hit. Not anymore. Not anymore. But anyways, so... I paid, yeah, I'll say, $425. But from the Vault Relics Edition is $400. So my investment is pretty good because they also got a soul ring. That soul ring is $50. You got a sort of body and mind. Yeah, along with a lot of other good ones. You got the Marari. Is Transfer in that? Let's check. I know memory jars in there. I think so. Car- the answer vile. Yep. Car in the silver golem. Uh, Sword of body and mind. Yep. Ivory tower. Jester's cape or cap. Sundering titan. Zor. Um. Yep. Zoran orb. Oh, it's Zoran. That's the one I was thinking of. Yep. Massacre. Black vile. Black vice. Memory jar. Nah. Nevinrel disc. Matt, what is that? Uh, Nevinrels. There we go. Mirari. Isochron. Scepter. Mox Diamond. Sword of Body Mind. Aether Vial. Karn. Silver Golem. And yeah, that's all of them. Sick. And that closes off the weekly winners. So let's jump into the cheap pickups that were talked about. All right. So first up, we have Fiend Artisan sitting at $20.47, record long going down. I'm not reading the card. We read it like three times already. Fiend Artisan? Yes. We never read this card yet today. Not today, but we've read it before. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know I've read it before. Of course you read it before. You played in Arena. 
I know I do. Okay, so next up, we have Kinnan Bonder Prodigy sitting at $12.94. Record low and going down. Seems like all our Ikoria cards are doing that lately. Just tanking. Wouldn't say $13 is really tanking. It's just that they're the mythic cards that are going down in price. And it's just yeah, always. There's a lot of them that are just freaking plummeting. But this one's going to get commander play, which is going to go back up because he has Mirai's Wake ability as a command. Isn't it a command zone ability? What do you mean? Well, you know how uh, a few years ago the commanders, they their abilities activated while they're in the command zone? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. This ain't... Uh, they, he doesn't have that. Oh, I thought that one did. But nope. either way, it's a two-drop that will double your mana. Yep. Yep. Who doesn't love mana acceleration? Yep. And then you play that with Zendikar Resurgent and Mirai's Wake. Oh, hey, everything taps are four. Oh, the ramp. Well, yeah, well don't forget Leyline of Abundance. Keenan doesn't uh, double. Not, uh, it's only for non-land permanents. Add one mana of any additional. So, well, fine. Yep, so your, your leyline of abundance will come in. Yep, this and leyline of abundance is good on a land of war elf or with a land of war elf or whatever elf of your choice. Well, now my one drop soul rings three mana rather than two. Yep, that is. What and then what is it that uh, Nyx Bloom Ancient? Oh my god! No, uh, Nyx Bloom Ancient is whenever. Oh. Yeah, that triples. So you could use this to get out your Nyx Bloom Ancient sooner. Yep. And you'd have so much mana you wouldn't have anything. You'd have no idea what to do with it all. Play cards. <laughs> Play your whole deck. What's the next one, JV? The next one, I'm really not excited about this. Narset of the Ancient Way. $8.64. Record loan going down hard. I pulled a foil one of these out of my box. And I'm really not happy about this price tank right now. I'll oh, be patient enough. It's a Planeswalker. That's pretty prominent. I believe it's definitely going to be showing up in some more Jeskai control decks because anything that makes you mana is going to be good. And game life. Yeah. Snake draws a card and is able to deal damage to things. Like... I don't know. I think this is a solid card. Jeskai Control decks, like Jeskai Yorion, is going to love something like this. Yeah, the Nig 6. Create an emblem whenever you cast a non-creature spell. This emblem deals two damage to any any target. Yep. Okay, well, I'll just start dropping one drops. And, uh, boom, you're now dead. So hold on to that foil nars at JB. I'm more than positive. It's going to be mo- moving up on price on you. Yep, yep. And better. So next up, we have another one of my favorite cards here. Nethra Apex of Death. Sitting at $5.11. Record loan going down. I want to play with this card. I pulled one out of my box. I want to have more. I want to make a deck with this thing. I thought you had... I, <clears throat> I thought your arena deck had... Yes, it does. Okay, so yeah. I got two, and I've contemplated on going up or not. Yeah, Just because the mutate cost is so high on it, but it's green. such a fun card. I love it. I've been having really a lot of fun with the Abzan Mutate deck. It's a it's a potent deck, not gonna lie. If I can't get you underneath my finger, you can run away with the date with the game pretty good on that. At least in the matches that we played against each other. Oh yeah. Next. So then last but not least, we have Ketria Triome. Sitting at five dollars and fifty cents, record long going down hard. Seems like all the triomes have been tanking lately. EDH players alert. EDH players alert. Yes. He's buy these because I got a bunch of them. You, you want and I got these? a bunch of the showcase ones, so please buy them. You want these? Start picking them up now. Price is going down because this these are the cards that are clearly going to be going into Commander decks for sure. Oh, yeah, afterwards. for sure. Stamp. I got this one in my pre-release kit, too, is my stamp card, so please buy, buy, buy. <laughs> Hit up JB on Facebook. He's willing to sell, sell, sell. Maybe, if the price is right. <laughs> that closes off our finance section. As always, remember to check out TCG Sniper as a way to be getting these cards that are going down in price even cheaper if you're a patient Magic player. 
TCG Center. Who has patience? Everybody has patience. Not this guy. Because <laughs> he wants you to buy, buy, buy. Yeah, you're that's not why I play aggro. It's because you're not a blue player. <laughs> exactly. Not a filthy Grixis player. TCG Sniper is a great resource for you to be sniping out the right prices of cards when they come in a certain range of what you're looking for. So let's say you want Narset to go down to like five bucks. You enter a Narset on TCG Sniper and you'll get an alert when someone on TCG Player is selling an Narset for five bucks. And then you just get it for five bucks and you feel like you're doing a lot, but you're really not doing a lot at all. This is an amazing site. Go check them out. But closing off the finance section, we have Deck of the Week. Architect.com user Misfortune. Misfortune. Hmm, misfortune. Nice. Misfortune, thank you for this deck. It is Grixis Fairies. This is, unfortunately, it's a Lurus deck in modern. They just don't appeal to me as a Grixis player. But they're good. Don't get me wrong. So it has the whole Mishra's Bobble and Lurus in the sideboard. So you're able to bring those bobbles back, keep drawing your cards. But the whole thing of this deck is you have creatures like Spells, Stutters, Sprite, and Sprite Dragon, a new addition from Akoria, because it is a fairy, which then starts making Spells, Stutter, Sprite super powerful because Spells, Stutter, Bright is Sprite is a flash flying ETBs, counter target spell with convert mana cost X or less, where X is the numbers of fairies you control. So you're able to, I don't know, double up on some spear, or double up on some fairies to be able to counter some bigger things quicker. You know, I'm surprised they don't have Bitter Blossom in here. I was actually going to just make that comment on that. Like, I think a singleton of a Bitter Blossom would not be a bad addition. It helps put out bodies. Um, and it's a solid, solid piece. I'm just trying to think like, the, uh, so, uh, of what to take out. So we're talking about things to take out. This has the typical Grixis control package of lightning bolt, force of negation, opt. It is running spell snares, which is a very medical, a lot of two CMC spells getting played, uh, especially against Lurus decks because Lurus loves to optimize that two drop slot. <laughs> Impermanence, and then it has uh, a mana leak, a personal favorite of mine. So, as a card to maybe cut out of here for a potential singleton of Bitter Blossom, I'd drop a force. Yeah, yeah, probably a force. I would be along with you on that. I this mean, you really don't need four. Nah, four seems a little excessive at that point. But he, but the person is drawing a lot of cards. With Archimedes Charm and Opt and Mishra's Bobble, you're always going to be having cards in hand to be able to get the free act, or the free cast on it then, more often than not. In the sideboard, they have Seal of Fire, which goes very well with Lurus as well. Seal of Fire is a red enchantment. You sacrifice it, Seal of Fire deals 2 damage to target creature or player. Also has Collective Brutality, Tormod's Crypt, Mystical Dispute, and a Flusterstorm. Overall, this is a very solid Grixis deck. Very, very intense. And really my only thing... There, maybe, maybe there's a reason why they're not running a Bitter Blossom in here. There's no description at the bottom of this to maybe explain on that. But I feel a Bitter Blossom wouldn't be too far off. No, but, I think that'd be a sweet addition. But the main thing with this is like it really goes into needing black. But having Lurus, like you already need the double black. Like, yeah, Bitter, Bitter Blossom would be a, an interesting addition for sure. As always, links in the description down below for this deck. The uh, little sad thing about this deck is it's. Oh, it's an expensive deck, really because of the mana base. It is sitting under, uh, it's just, it's sitting at $963. So, But you have a whole full playset of Scalding Tarns. Bloated Deltas. I mean, it's, it's the Fetchlands that really... The Fetchlands, the Forces. 
Yep, the forces don't help either. And the two Snapcasters ain't too uh, ain't helping that. Yep. Well, Snapcasters still only forty five dollars or thirty eight twenty two on TCG. So <clears throat> those. Um, yeah, I remember not that long ago when they were sixty bucks. Yeah. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Well, there's better cards now. <coughs> Force is going up, though. But when half or over half your price is land. Yeah. That's modern. Yep. Yep. That's why I play monocolor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The price is the price on this deck could definitely get shaved. The Mishra's Bobble, they're 50 bucks a piece. Or they're, they're 12 bucks a piece. It's $13, bro. Yep, they're 13 bucks, 50 for the whole play set. Anyway. Links in the description below. So from there, I think I think we got an episode, guys. I think we got another episode done. Oh, man. On to new and better things. Again. On to the next episode. Again, on to new and better things. No. I think we have a surprise for our viewers, our listeners in a few weeks, a couple months. Potentially. We do, huh? Mm-hmm. Potentially. I wonder what this potential surprise could be. Well, even JB will find out at that point then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. You'll see it, but you won't hear it. From there, let's kick that outro. See ya. So make sure to follow us on all of the social medias. We have Facebook, Twitter, and then if you have questions, comments, concerns, send us a Gmail at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. We have podcasts coming up every Tuesday on the Tuesday at, what, 5 a.m.? I have this going at 6 a.m. now. Well, fine. 6 a.m. on Tuesday. Listen to it while you're eating breakfast on the way to work. Come on. Or going to bed, depending on where work schedule. No, 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 not when we're going. Not when they're going to bed, because then we yeah, could be the last. We could be the last voice that they hear before they go restfully to sleep, or we put them to sleep because we're boring. Yeah, we don't one want of the that. way. Either way, they'll be dreaming of us. Oh, we're inserting ourselves into your dreams. Make them want to play magic. Learning by osmosis. Exactly. Follow us. Mm-hmm.